Okay, with Michelle Riley, who's a screenwriter and also one of the actors of Stage Hunt, uh, a short film that played at the Sci-Fi Fantasy Film Festival. It's 12 minutes long. What an interesting film this is. Uh, I just, first of all, I just want to ask because you you guys shot your your you go to you you're right now you're in uh, Boston area you're, you teach at MIT, but you shot the film in Germany. Uh, actually, the last film called Stag Hunt we shot in Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. Uh, Yes, yes. And um, we did that because we work with a lot of talented, um, uh, we, we work with a talented film crew in Russia and uh, people have been really suffering there after the war and not, not able to. Well, the war is still going on, right? So yeah, well, well, I mean, after the beginning of the war. Yeah, sorry yeah. about that. I haven't had my coffee yet. It's still early, <laughs> but definitely it's still going on, unfortunately. Um, and um, so, yeah, so we, we, um, we, I, I work with an international team, and uh, so we were able to get um, a lot of our talent base uh, um, easily uh, into Kazakhstan. Um, so that's that's where we shot. But but it's also like a German. It just says like a uh, it's a German co-production. Then uh, actually, our director Andre Kazin okay is resides in 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 Berlin. So you're, but you're based in, you're based in, in, uh, in the States, in the United States, you're based in Massachusetts. That's right. Yeah. All right. So tell me about this, this, uh, this, this is a pilot, like it's kind of like a proof of concept pilot that stage hunt is. Um, uh, so, uh, actually in 2021, we shot our first, uh, our first film that won a bunch of awards. It's, it's called, uh, steeplechase. And it's about these two collaborators, uh, Seth and Michelle, that are building a quantum computer and they're doing it to simulate a closed timeline curve. Um, and then they end up in this sort of paradox situation. Um, and so that uh, stag hunt, uh, the, the recent film that you guys reviewed, is, is actually a continuation of that story. Um, and we are, what, we are tr what we are doing now is we are writing a graphic novel um, uh, we have, I, I've, I've written the plot and I'm, I'm working with an artist on the graphic novel. And so what you're seeing, these short films are, uh, excerpts from the, um, from the story of the graphic novel about these two characters. So in Stag Hunt, um, in Stag Hunt, they're, they're, you now see them inside of an infinite hotel and they're trying to escape um you know they're they're this loop that they continuously go through yeah so it's it's yeah that, that's that was what tag <laughs> <laughs> uh, hunt was about uh but we started actually in we started with steeplechase and it's going to be steeplechase miniseries and steeplechase okay, is gotcha. done in a silent film yeah sorry it's a little bit uh yeah yes steeplechase is um is the pilot for uh for a silent feature and that's that's that was done because you know we're, we're still experimenting with what what is our our best foot forward and how we produce um the plot that i have for these two characters that are scientists so we we are considering how to how to do that and um yeah so um steeplechase is the silent film so we decided to try our hand at at speaking in this one. Okay, so but in this stage hunt is the the one that we're talking about. That one we showed at our festival is about this this duo, and you're you play one of the duo that you're you're running through a paradox inside of a infinite hotel. 
that's basically the, the kind of the premise and it's very creepy to watch because it's like because the way you guys shot it and the way the hotel is it's very like it makes sense like it seems like you're trapped and i think that yeah. it has that claustrophobic kind of vibe to it it has a timeless kind of vibe to it as well where we don't know where era we're in we don't know where we are we got these old phones we got this old tv but there's kind of a modern kind your your character's got uh, purple hair you have a modern kind of vibe to you so where are where, where are we supposed to be in the, in the time warp of life yeah no that's that's a great question it's just like this what, what i tried to do in the writing I, I i wrote um uh the screenplay for this was was just to sort of uh uh make it the most conceptual level the experience of <laughs> what it is to go through this this kind of paradox that we're all facing um and try to cooperate what is it what does it mean to cooperate with ourselves right so it's it really is um the what we what we shot in stag hunt is a um it's just it 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 it's not meant really meant to be a any specific place it's it's meant to just be this abstraction of of um <clears throat> being inside of what scientists call a closed time lag curve so um you know something it's like a mathematical object that can actually that loops in on itself and allows you to go back in time so these things uh only exist in principle in theory yeah. um and it, it, because we don't have a unified theory of gravity uh we can't build them but they they definitely uh existed in einstein's theory so we made a short film about that and and imagining that instead of photons instead of these two main characters being photons in a lab, the way it's actually been done, this loop has been implemented, they're, they're people. And so what would it mean to, um, to kind of uh, uh, learn to cooperate um, when you know, you're facing the same scenario over and over? How do you learn from that? Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> so the, 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 yeah. I have a layman's uh, question to ask you. Does So basically, you're talking about like can this mathematically be figured out like time travel these loops is the, can this ever be figured out uh so so this this is art right but actually <laughs> yeah. no, no no i know but you're talking from a mathematical yeah. point of view right yeah you're that's giving right us, you're giving us mathematical backup to your story i'm just curious like like can this yeah. actually happen well i teach a course at mit called the art and science of time travel uh, okay. And what it's about is is uh, teaching the students a um, teaching the students the mathematics of this stuff, the physics of of um, really uh, edge cases uh, to what it means to be physical and, and physical reality. So teaching them, um, you know, about wormholes and and um, whether or not closed time like curves are could be possible in principle. And so they learn, um, you know, basically the history of that science and math of the, for the last over the last 150 years. And then we write uh, we write short stories about it and these little scripts. We write kind of counterfactual narratives. And so imagining what if uh, it were possible. Yeah. Um, but it's so not possible. Every... It's not possible. The question is, it's not possible yet, obviously. But can't will it be possible in the future? So that's. Great question. So it, it I, I could imagine an alien civilization. Um, you know, it, this is what part part of like the sci-fi aspect to the to the teaching. Like I could imagine, you know, a, a, an AGI potentially 
um, or something that comes from a different physics than ours, having figured out, you know, how to harness this uh, uh, this mathematics in physical reality. But really, we would need a um, what what's called like a unified theory of everything. So we need a we need a theory that um, bridges quantum mechanics and general relativity. So so very long so gravity with very small things. And we currently don't have that. So this is a bit of art about that. Um, so in principle, you know, if we had the correct theory of physics and we still don't, we still don't really know how to go between those two, then, then in principle, we could build um, <laughs> closed timeline curves if we knew um, okay. that we- My head is spinning really... a little bit. Uh, but... Yeah, okay, <laughs> sorry. No, 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 this is, this is not a bad thing. When your head spins, it's usually a good thing. <laughs> like the the mind's expanding a little bit if it's if that's from a from a obviously from a from a emotional point of view <laughs> so okay so tell okay so the class what did you that you think teach, of the characters in the film <laughs> the class that you teach uh how many students is, is it a, is it a hard class to get into a lot of people is it in demand i guess what i'm asking do a lot of people uh, want to take this class yeah, it, it's now being written up about in um, in uh, uh, MIT News, and so this was the first time we gave it, and um, and it is, uh, you know, it'll be run again every fall, and so uh, I I think it's it's becoming very popular. So it wasn't really known about before this semester, but it it it's definitely something. Now I have people emailing me from from outside and from different universities asking. How can they sign up and can they take it online and whatnot? So, uh, for anyone who's listening, um, we will give it again, and there there will be a MIT, um, I think MITx or Open Courseware component where where people can learn about the um, the uh, quantum mechanics behind all this stuff. <laughs> but, to, but to actually be a, a scriptwriter in one of our films, you know, you got to you actually got to be present to take the course. Of course, but so then you're teaching people also script screenwriting then while you're That's, teaching. Yeah. So you're teaching these these mathematical mostly are are, are they're they're obviously the the one percent of the one percent of mathematical minds. They're going to the school, and so they're you're teaching them the art of screenwriting as well while they're learning mathematics. Yes, this this course has never been given in the history of MIT <laughs> or really anywhere I think, but. Yeah, it, they're, they're, I appreciate um, the people at CAST, which is the Center for Art, Science, and Technology, for for giving me the opportunity yeah. to bring this together. Well, so. there is there is formulas in storytelling, right? Like there is like obviously in the Hollywood world, there's there's definitely formulas of of plot points and and et cetera. So <laughs> so there is you know what I mean? There's there's always like I I I, I love math as well and i like i i just like i i always felt that there's there's a creative component to it like so oh yeah definitely i really think that there's uh, i was just telling this to a collaborator the other day i think there's definitely a correlation between between art and mathematics you know it's like you know there's there's just like con conceptual sort of thinking um versus a more concrete yeah. um ways of thinking so the it's fantastic. I like it's like I said, it's it's there's like it's the ending, the ending shot. I see probably in the thousands, I see thousands of short films every year. And the and so basically some of them, you know, they run into each other. But your film, when I watched it, the ending scene 
when you guys got moved back and you have like you're like there's different versions of yourselves and in, in these time loops it would really kind of like it really stood out the way you guys did that it's like it's it's just a, from a visual standpoint it's fantastic and you're because you're in a hotel room but the way the director andre made this film is just the, it's a, it's a beautifully directed film so i'm curious about your collaboration with him and how you met him and how you found him and how you guys started working together oh yeah great I, i'm glad you mentioned um mentioned that uh, at the end we we actually built the set for that uh we built the um the rooms that you see in Kazakhstan. And so that there was a lot of love went into that. Uh, Andre Kezin is a very talented artist. He started out as um, uh, a photographer and he, what he does is he just, he sets up these scenes that are really like, it's like being on a theater set, but there's no background story behind it. He might have a story in his head, how he got there. I mean, he's just such a visual person. He's he's really extraordinary. And so, you know, you'll be sitting at like a cafe with him in Berlin and he'll just he'll just stop and like look around and see he's like overwhelmed by all of the kind of people uh uh people watching he's doing. And then it then it shows up in an amazing way in one of his photographs. So uh we met um in Berlin. We were actually neighbors um and I'm a art gallery going type. So I saw one of his works in, in a local gallery. And uh, and then I just reached out to him and said, look, I'm, I'm a writer. I have some ideas. Maybe we can do a collaboration. And that was back in 2018. So we've been um, collaborating on short stories and getting them on, on film for the last uh, couple of years. And um, yeah, he's, he's great. Actually at the, the ending of that movie, there was a, somewhat of a uh, of, of sag hunt there's somewhat of a disagreement between us like, okay should we have a final when you pull out should there be a black box where you pull out and you see all of the scenarios about what could have happened and i feel like the pulling out is just this pure everything happens um and so we decided to make it okay there is there is this one ending and then possibilities um and those are two different i feel interpretations almost yeah. Of, uh, even even quantum mechanics um so um anyway no it's, it's like like it's a really nicely uh it's a really nicely directed film because he he lights the film and he makes the kind of visuals and even the way he kind of moves moves the camera he gives us that kind of claustrophobic kind of like kind of like creepy setting you know what i mean like he there it's the way like i watched the film for a second time and i'm like seeing how he did did it and it's like yeah it's just a it's it's like I, dare i say it's a it's a masterful directed film it's like a, there's a real artist who's who's doing the film so so i'm good good for finding him and working yeah <laughs> and because yeah I'm, I'm curious what he also what else he's done because obviously he's definitely got so a few some feature films uh, ahead of him if, if he hasn't already made some so yep we'll we'll be working together on that so I think it'll be great. And how did you do the scene where you, uh, what's the, the box where you take out the dice and it's kind of floating in the air? How did you do oh, that? Oh, uh, if you could believe it. So I, I don't, I don't know if you remember the, the reference to Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Okay. At the, the end of the hallway, I scream 42, the number 42. It's like in Hitchhiker's Guide, it's the answer to everything. So we, mm -hmm. we gave a hat tip to Douglas Adams there, but in that, um, uh that box scene this it's it's with a magnet and string 
Um, but every time he didn't want, he, every time I pulled the dice out in the um, actual scene, you know, yeah. in the in the setup to it, I would get, I got the number 42 <laughs> and it was just like, what is going on? This is like, <laughs> this is really uncanny. And so that happened, that happened uh, the first two times. And he was like, no, we can't have this number 42, not in this scene. So um, anyway, that was, that was a bit of fun. But so uh, what's your mathematical reasoning for the four? So the four, a four and a two comes up on the dice. What's, is there mathematical reasoning for that? Or is just like, there's, this is, it's just fluke. Uh, it, it was a fluke, but it was a fun fluke because it was it's a reference to the, you know, Hitchhiker's Guide, and I and I thought, okay, yeah, this is like this is really uh, well, kind of. Well, what are the odds character. of that happening? Can you do it in your head? Like like so, you have six die, uh, six p, forty and two is happening twice. What are the mathematical odds of that happening? Yeah, I I mean for for it to happen, so uh, you would need you would need um. I, for it to happen, for it to happen three times in a row, the way it did is is extremely unlikely. It's yeah. it's like it's less than twenty five percent. I think it's way less. Wouldn't much it less, less, much less. But yeah. just to give people a sense, like this is it's it's like, yeah, I think it's 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 like I mean, even less than ten percent. So you're walking down the street. I'm trying to think of like an analogy to to like people's like day to day. Like if you're what what would you what's more likely to experience? But um, I'm not I'm not so quick today. No, no, yeah. no, no. But I'm just saying like you just there's like you have six die, you have four, and you have a two. They have to match. The, you know what I mean? Like it's like the odds if you're just doing the odds on a on a on a on a chalkboard, right? Like you just if you're just kind of figuring out the equation, it's pretty remote that that, that happened. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Look, look who I'm talking to. So, okay. So, what was your, uh, so why, the, the, what was your motivation to act in the film? Like, just because you were there and like, I'm just curious about that. Yeah. I, so, um, uh, let's see. I guess it, it started as kind of, uh, my initial vision was, okay, realizing the absurdity of, uh, trying to plug along and build a technology that takes that is this this difficult. So, you know, I'm talking about quantum computing, so that's where I, I had been working in the field for a while. And um, these these things are very far off. Um, and so I I I just started to uh, experience different types of uh, so I would say sociological frustrations. And I uh, I started to make jokes about it. And I I said to Andre, like, what well, what if we you know Look, I think I have a story here um, with these two characters, um, and uh, and we just kind of ran with it. It's um, there's a reference in Stag Hunt to um, a time that I spent in Vienna uh, working as a scientist on um, uh, trying to get quantum random access memory developed. So it's like it's like a type of a, a hard drive that's a quantum version. So. Uh, I don't know how much we want to go into that, but it's there. There are just some some kind of references to trying to collaborate on this project and uh, and making it a fictional um, uh, kind of. This one that wasn't that funny, but yeah, uh, we hope to get more comedic. <laughs> so what was it then? What was your process like in the in the, like did Andre kind of like take the film and edit it? Like what's your What's your process in post-production? Are you are you like uh, helping out with that? I'm just curious. 
Yeah, yeah, I work on I work on the team uh, that's doing the editing too. So we kind of debate, you know, the final. Okay, should it look this way or that way at the very end? Um, and you know, as as I was saying, like we we were it took a while to to sort of figure out how we wanted to do the ending, um, whether it's just pulling out with the camera um, or having both the death and not the death um, shown on the screen at the same time, because um, the Michelle character says at the end, you know, reference to Hamlet to be and not to be. So that's that quantum superposition. Yeah. Um, and so that was shown on the screen. Uh, and uh, yeah, originally I kind of had, I just had the notion of pulling, pulling out and you seeing all of the boxes. So um, that was to me and the production team where the director's on, on the team and he's sort of the lead um final decision maker and deciding, you know, sort of debating all these details and in, in, in the post-process editing. So it's a nice sound design as well. Like it's a nicely put together um, film. So did you, when you would, did you ever imagine that you were going to be making films like say 20 years ago or, or like, was this something, was this something that, that you thought about? Like, cause obviously you have a, 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 a very prosperous career in, in another field. I'm just curious about what this is where, where you stand today talking about uh, filmmaking. Actually, I, I would say, yes, 20 years ago, I was in art school. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I, I was at the Cooper union. Uh, my, my first, um, the first uh, uh, undergraduate institution I entered was uh, Cooper union uh, and, you know, growing up, actually, it came from a working class family in Brooklyn. I, I really didn't really get the notion of college. I just knew, OK, I'm I'm going to I'm an artist and I'm applying to Cooper Union. And I, I and so I, I, I was um, making videos and I was doing primarily what I fell in love with was um, performance art. Uh, and I did a few performances where I where I um welded my own spaces and sort of performed within those spaces and and had them deployed um but that was a long time ago so this really is kind of uh a um flashback to that coming coming full circle in a way um so yeah uh not <laughs> sounds like you've had an interesting life uh i'm curious why do you think there's so many and it's not i'm not just basically saying this speculating I actually lived in brooklyn for a year why do you think there's so many like famous people and, and people who have done gone on to great success and they're from Brooklyn? I'm just so I'm always curious oh. about that. It's like, <laughs> oh, that person's from Brooklyn. It's like, why are they all these 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 like brilliant people from Brooklyn? I, I you know what? It's funny you mentioned that because I was just I, I I was noticing like all where everywhere I go, wherever I go around the world, there are Brooklyn t-shirts, like even in Kazakhstan. It's like, what's going on? What what's the deal with Brooklyn? Well, that's um, a marketing thing. That's because yeah, Brooklyn has marketed themselves very well in the last 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> um uh yeah, I don't know. Was was Woody Allen from Brooklyn too? A lot of listen, a lot of people were from like a lot of people were from Brooklyn. <laughs> Half of half of Hollywood is from Brooklyn, at least the community. Yeah, I, right? I, I, I used I used to say like if you if you could make it out, you you'll be known. But you got to make it out. <laughs> yeah. It's a different it's a different borough now, like from what, what it used to be, right? So, I don't think you can be work, working class and live there now. Let's put it that way. Well, there's still some neighborhoods like yeah, um, pockets, I guess. Yeah, 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 pockets for sure. But it has changed significantly from when I was growing up for sure. So you are you teaching now? So we're doing this podcast in in uh, 
in uh, December, 2023. Are you teaching right now? Like, are you in the middle of classes? Yes, actually we, no, we, we, I, I just had my last class on Wednesday. So we did a final table reading and we are going to, and we did also, um, as I mentioned, the next one is going to be um, probably coming out around February, 2024. And it's gonna be done as a newsroom scene, like breaking news, uh, the Pope bans time travel pilgrimages. And it's done in the kind of a uh, uh, Saturday Night Live long form weekend update. And so we had, I had the students um, uh, just do actually we had some uh, some press in the in the classroom and the students in 20 minutes uh, uh, at the very end of the class they were able to um, get to a place where they uh, the the assignment was um, show a news news on the street um, that where the, the news is uh, human beings don't pass the Turing test, but Jet, Chat D GPT does. Okay. So they wrote they wrote a quick um, skit on that, and that that's going to be filmed um, as part of our street scene for this for the news, uh, this comedy news project in in the beginning of January. So uh, we yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited that uh, we 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 actually have a lot of content uh, coming from the students, and um, and we're going to shoot it. So how many students are in the class? Uh, this class. So this class is capped at 20 because we, right. we just, we just can't take more, uh, uh, and make it like really meaningfully, um, productive for everybody to get a chance to kind of co-author and to collaborate. So. But you, as you know, filmmaking is sort of like a, done like a military where there's like a, <clears throat> there's like someone in charge and then you have like the, lieutenants like dp like is, is that how you're doing your films as well with the 20 students like there's like a director and then there's a sound person well, yeah yeah for the purposes of the course yeah. i'm i'm the director and and oh, okay. the lead writer in a way but but they really are writing the content and so the lead writer in the sense of coming up with you know the 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 scenarios and and the the, the framework for the scenes and whatnot so uh yeah it, it, for the purposes of the class pre-production i'm the director and they are the writers gotcha <laughs> great thank you so much for your time great thank you one two three four five